Introducing Kaleidogos, a podcast about two immature best friends who run a few businesses together and live for the Goss and the Margies. Join us as we goss about our lives, our work, and our friends, anonymously, of course. And they're like, Tully, now listen. Mm. Things have changed. It's, <laughs> it's a family-friendly show. There'll be no drinking. There'll be no getting drunk. There'll be no getting your tits out. And I was like, why did you ask me back then? Yeah. Like, why <laughs> am I is here? It? That's it- me. Alrighty, here we are. As I, as we said, our Reunion. second guest on video. Yes, we had to do a bit of swapping around today yeah. so that we could look at you. Yeah, I felt awkward being in the middle of having to go like... Yeah, doesn't I get work. it. And Steph has a bad neck though, so don't worry about looking at me, doll. Yeah, I'm not going to. I'm Why don't yeah. you? Anyway, though. welcome Tully. Hi guys. We're so excited. I'm so excited to be here. I feel like it's been too long. You asked me, I feel like a year ago, would that come on the pod? And I was like, absolutely. Like when, where, how, why? But the technical issues of actually doing <laughs> it over Zoom yeah. were too much for me. So yeah, when right. We, when we saw you in Melbourne, mm-hmm. we said, doll, when you're in Sydney, yep. the Big Brother finale, yep. we need to get you on. Well, I'm apologising for my state. I'm still hungover. It's been, it's, you it's don't been a two-day hangover. Hungover at all. Really? Well, I'm no. still sick, as you said before. <sighs> still sick with some kind of chesty, coffee, phlegmy thing, which is so cute. Mm, um, I'm scared sitting here. Yeah, you probably should be. <laughs> not COVID, though. It's not COVID. Um, and then a 4 a.m. finish the other night probably didn't help. No, mm. how did you do that, like, with your cough? It was ba- well. I was my biggest concern was I have a coughing fit on stage because it's live TV, mm. and I thought, you know what, Sonny's going to ask me a question, and I'm going to open my <laughs> mouth, and I'm going to start coughing for like 15 minutes. And you can't stop. No, when you have that tickle in your throat, yes. and my cough is like it's not a cute little like. Oh no no no! It's like yeah. And I thought, you know what, it's going to be my time to shine, and I'm going to start coughing, but I did okay. Can I ask how long you've had it for? This is my second week. Fuck. And I've had antibiotics. Did you go on it? Yeah. Should I go to the doctor? Well, I did a telehealth and the guy didn't even listen to me. I was like, hi. So he's like, yep, yep, yep. Everyone's got this. And I was like, um, Literally though. I'm like, sorry, I haven't told you. Uh, is there a name for it? Is it bronchitis? Is it a viral infection? No, 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 no. I'll give you some antibiotics. And then as he was kind of wrapped me up, I was like, oh, just letting you know, um, I'm deathly allergic to penicillin. You haven't asked, Are but I probably should tell you. Yeah, I'm allergic to penicillin. It's really common. It is common, but allergy. what happens though yeah. when if you it's, wait? It's in medication too, is it? It's in antibiotics. Yeah, oh, I'm not sure because it, it wasn't. I've been I haven't tested it since I was little. But when I was really little, I had a really bad reaction and was in hospital. So I don't want to like, don't want to test that out again. Gamble, you know, just like, to see. It's like the peanut butter stuff, and it's like, do you want to like kind of see like maybe you've gotten over it? Yeah, you know, people like get asked yeah, to like yeah, trial yeah, it, yeah. and they're yeah. like, absolutely not. <laughs> I think people, a lot of people grow out of their allergies. Yeah, they do. I don't yeah. want to test it. No, when there are other alternatives. No, fuck oh, it. No. Fuck anyway, it. I want to hear about the Big Brother. Fin- well, we want to hear about Big Brother in general, though. Yeah, well, like, finale was wild. As you guys know, I saw you in Melbourne semi-recently. Um, I was super nervous because there was just like a clusterfuck of different things happening all at once. Yeah. You know, I just knew there were so many different dynamics. There's been so much drama behind the scenes in our WhatsApp group chat. Can you tell us? People not talking, people <gasps> leaving the chat. And I was like, no. all of us stuck in this one room. Wait, this is new for us. Like when we talked to you in Melbourne... We weren't across the WhatsApp. I mean, firstly, we had lots to catch up on. I yes. see you guys like once a year. Yeah. No. And so when we meet, meet up, it's like... <laughs> everyone knows this story, but we met Tully in Cambodia mm. when we did a trip for Wella. 
and we had a belter of a first We had the best time. In that club. Oh, my God. That was – we were just instant friends. In fact, funny story, I saw you guys the first day we got there. We hadn't had the official, like, meet and greet mm. yet with the influencers. And we're sitting around the pool and I'm on one side of the pool and I see these two hot blondes. <laughs> with our hair Super stylish, thing. super hot. And I was like, oh, God, these guys are definitely here for this trip. And I see them, like, set up their spot, like, lay down there, like, super, like, beautiful Turkish towels, like – and then it was straight into a photo shoot, like clearly, <laughs> oh, yeah. clearly shooting content. We were and into I was like, vlogging then. Steph had a vlog. I can't. And I was like, who are these two? And I knew you would be from Sydney. I'm born and bred Sydney, so I can say this, but I was like, they're absolutely from Sydney. Sydney obnoxious, clicky fuckwits. Here we are. Over and here. And I'm sitting there with my sunnies on so I could stare at you and just like know what we you were, were doing. We were staring at you as no, well. And I was like, fuck, is that Tully from Big Brother? Because like, I watched your yeah. season. But Steph hadn't watched it, so she actually didn't know who you were. Which actually made me more confident to talk to you I was and become your mate. But the minute we met, it was like... It was on. Yeah. yeah, the minute we met and I realised you two were absolute idiots. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay, so they're not stuck up, they're just... I think you met us when we were fucking pretty lit. Like, um, Ella, you ended up in hospital. I know. <laughs> I reckon I got Didn't so... you have a needle in your ass or something? I, like, what happened? No, I had a drip for the first time in my life on that trip. That's how drunk I got. I reckon we were there for work, guys. Yeah. Like, we were contractually obliged to attend a certain amount of events and Ella couldn't come to the first, no, like, four because she was in hospital. was so pissed off. Do you remember when I... Were you there on the bus when I got on yes. and I told everyone I got sunstroke and everyone was so off? Tully also was like, that's bullshit. Yeah, I, I was with you, you last did night. Not get, <laughs> hang on, you were, like, on a podium in some Cambodian club <laughs> with, like, glow it. sticks. Like, <laughs> do, 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 we were getting our tits out. Well, I was getting mine out. Did oh, you get That's standard for me. I literally have the nickname Tits Out Tully. Yeah, because you've got a nipple piercing. I did. <laughs> I did. Don't anymore. But I got that nickname from Big, from big Brother the you've first year. You've got really good tits. I do have you good do tits. Have you do tits. know that. You, you have, have You have nice, like, big tits. I have really big nipples, though, which is oh. quite I have quite a really stressful. good nipple to breast yeah, you ratio. Do. You do. I do have one that's quite a bit bigger than the other one. And the reason I got oh, my nipple piercing is to make, like, draw attention away from the bigger tit. Oh, that's smart. Like, I'm going to be like, this yeah. one's big, but, like, this one's bedazzled. That is the thing. You know, my no, mum... you used to send me nudes after Cambodia being like, hey, look at me here, and I'm like, okay. I can see your whole tit at Wait, where was I in this chat? <laughs> Hang on a minute. Oh, okay. You're making this sound <laughs> so, so much worse than it is. <laughs> I think no, I'm when you were with that guy that was fucking you over and you were in, um, <laughs> can I talk about that? I don't, you already are. <laughs> Why was I sending you nudes? You were in that really cool Melbourne winery and you, you'd you stayed there oh, for the night. Oh, yep, 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 yep. And yep. you were like, we were talking. But hang on, we also had a group <laughs> chat where we'd often like, we'd, like after the trip ended. Oh, the drunk, when we did like, funny drunk yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We were, we were blown. That's, that's how I remember how good her, her tits were. Yeah. Do you know what? I remember how bad your microblading job is because I'm staring at it right now. Yeah. <laughs> she still has red eyebrows. They're red still. Yeah, you know. Mate, I have so much eyebrow pencil in. I don't know what to do. Do you have any advice I told for me? you, you have to get it removed. But where? But how as well? well I only you know Melbourne places. Next time you're down. It's kind of worth maybe getting a trip you've to Melbourne. You've got red eyebrows. You've got red eyebrows. It looks like you've had an allergic reaction, but this is your eyebrow every day. No, no, this is my eyebrow with eyebrow pencil in it. It's just faded for the you day. You need to get the gel that goes up, though. That's when it looks like you can't see it. Oh, you do fuck. look beautiful, though. Your skin is glowing. Yeah, you look tan today, at least. Very thin. Yeah. I said before off camera, like, is this grief? Like, you need to eat something. Gaunt <laughs> face? I said fat body. No, a bit, like, <laughs> fancy though. You look but a bit I just had filler in my cheek. I should be oh, bigger. Oh, that's why. No, 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 you know what? It's because she gets Botox for a jaw and that makes it go in. Oh, yeah, yeah. I just tried that for the first time and I'm really excited about it because I, 
I have a retainer at night and I think I'm clenching like this yeah, as I, I sleep. Yeah, you would and be. And then I woke up and when I wake up, I get a headache. And so she put some, some in my masseters. Yeah. But then everyone on Instagram was like, careful, if you do that too much, you'll get jowls. What's jowls? Like, we have a saggy like, oh, like, like an old man hog face. We face like this. I feel like I have that yeah, in photos. I'm about that. He me about that too. Because He's you like, lose the structure of your face. So your skin just starts to hang. Maybe that's why I'm looking a bit off. No, I think what I'm... Do you get feeling your cheek? Yeah. Yeah, so your cheeks are protruding now, which makes this side of your face feel, look bigger. But the whole point of getting the filler is to make my face look bigger. No, no, but you're missing the point because you're getting, bo- you're getting filler here and Botox there, so you're, you're really coming in even yeah. more so there. It's very angular. So what do I'm, I do? You stop getting Just the Botox. <laughs> Put a paper bag over it or something. I'm not sure. Okay, no, whatever. It was a compliment in there. You look beautiful today. <laughs> you look oh, stunning. Thanks, You guys. both do. You always do. So do you, Tali. Um, sorry, back to oh, what, yeah, what yeah, let's go to the finale. Yeah, so the group WhatsApp, I mean, it's always going to be chaotic, right? It was. It's funny because we fi- finished filming last year, last December, and everyone started this group chat and it was all very much like, oh my God, like, you know, I can't wait for the reunion. How's everyone going? And all sunshine and rainbows for so long because mm. there was such a huge gap between wait, filming. Can I just stop you there? Mm. You stopped filming in December. Yeah. So you've been waiting for this song for yes. the finale. Yes. To find out who won. Yes. I did not know that. October, November, December last year is when we filmed. And you so just, it gets to the top three and then they go home. Yeah. That's yep. so weird. So weird. And like such a big secret to keep for so yeah. long, like the top three. People are like, who's in the top three? I'm like, oh, I can't tell you. Oh, um, anyway. But for so long, the group chat was all sunshine and rainbows. Everyone was best friends. And then as the show started to air and people were seeing conversations behind their back <laughs> and what was actually transpiring one by one, like fights started to blow up. People left the group chat. So the finale I was really anxious about. And also like elephant in the room, my ex-boyfriend was going to be there. Mm. Yeah. And my current boyfriend was going to be in the audience. Oh, my God, yes. I want to hear about this. And so I was just like, oh, I just – can we just skip this part? Can we just <laughs> not do the finale? I like, feel like when you rip that band-aid off and you just get through it, you have the interactions and then you just get on with the night though. Do you Is know what? It, it actually worked out kind of in my favour. So the finale was the finale started off at like 2.15. So our call time was 2.15. We had to come with hair and makeup. Channel 7 was so tight. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> sorry. Hair and makeup. Sorry, where you? did they put you up? Yeah, yeah, like that video. Your Instagram yeah. replies. That <laughs> looks scat. <laughs> it's over <laughs> a highway. <laughs> I was like, I reckon Tully's right around the corner from where to we're recording. To their credit, it was like a two-story like apartment. There was so much space. It was like a Dina apartment. Was yeah, it? but yeah. it was across the road from Horton Pavilion. Oh, okay. The well, there was. you go. Oh, that makes so sense. Convenient. Yeah. yeah. They want to keep us close, you know? Yeah. Um, so no hair and makeup. We had to do our own hair and makeup, find our own outfits, which is fine, but hair and makeup sh- should you be You do surprised. your own makeup for no, them? No, no, no. Yeah, I was going to be like, why? So you forked out your own hair and makeup? <coughs> yeah. No. Nah. And then no one but us were flown up, so I wouldn't pay for our partners to fly up. Really? But then we got his own flight. I was like, are you serious? Surely the partners should be included. So they flew you economy? Of course. <laughs> <laughs> of course. They're not putting me in business, doll. Like, <laughs> surprised I didn't come up on a Rex flight. <laughs> Obviously. Like, oh my god, if not. you're on Rex, I'll just die for you. I wouldn't I have told anybody. Were you on Jetstar? No, I was on Virgin. That's, That's all right. Okay. Virgin's good. Virgin. Yeah, Virgin's great. So yeah, we had a two fifteen a.m. call time, and then filming didn't start till seven thirty. So I was like, what on earth are we doing all day? What are we doing? Why, why are we meeting so early? Um, but good the point. the awkwardness started immediately because we all had to meet in the lobby at two fifteen. 
And I came down and there was Sam, who's one of the housemates, who happened to hook up with my ex-boyfriend Drew in the house. That's right. So wait, did you have a... I thought you had an alright relationship with her. Did oh, no, Sam and I are fine. Okay. And yep. so I'm talking to Sam about like us both having to see our mutual ex-boyfriend yes. that day. Yes, they broke up after Drew. Yes, yeah. very quickly. And then her other ex-boyfriend, Josh, who was first evicted, comes down into the lobby and refuses to acknowledge her, won't talk to her. It's so fucking awkward. I was like, good, this is setting the tone for a really fun day. Did she meet him on the show as well? No, no so far you guys really did some research before you. No, well, I thought I did my research. So he was the first- I didn't know about him. I knew about- He was the first evicted, yeah. but he famously has come out since and said they approached him to do the show. And he said, I'll only do it if you get Sam to do it too. They'd been on and off. They'd been trying to make it work. And then COVID hit and they were separated by borders. And Josh had this crazy, some would say toxic, uh, he thinks romantic idea yeah. to use the show to get to hang out with Sam again. Right. I had never, yeah. This that's, is, that's pretty fucking weird. So they were both cast, and, but then for some reason acted like they would didn't know they were going to be in the house. Mm. There was this big like, oh my God, what are you doing here moment when they mm. entered the house together, which Josh now calls absolute bullshit. He's like, Sam yeah. knew damn well. Everyone, I feel like they do that now with so many reality shows like Love Island. Yeah. They always bring like the exes in, mm. Big Brother, you hear about it a lot. Because they must, the ratings fucking pull through when they it's hear like drama a new like thing. That. Well, even Love Island UK at the moment, there's a couple of exes uh, in there. Don't you watch I am obsessed. Yeah, good. Who are you obsessed with? Ekansu and Davide, obviously. Oh my God, us too now. We love yeah. them. Who would you root though? I, Who would be okay, your first so, pick? Okay, here's a bit of goss for you. Oh my God, hello. No! Please no spoilers. Call. No spoilers. Uh, it's gone. No, I mean like. Who would have I root right now? Well, I'm about to t let me just finish listen. My story. Okay, sorry, sorry. So I have been with my beautiful boyfriend Daniel for just over a year now, but I was single, as we, we all know, because yep. you guys heard about all my antics <laughs> for like seven, eight years. Yep. So I, you know, have been known to slide into a DM or two, as, as we, you do when you're yeah. single but and you even have a blue in tick. England. English people too. Babe, we've got things called planes. Like What's that thing that everyone was on the dating app? Yeah, she's on that. Oh, you're on that one. Yeah. yeah, that's Raya. the famous yes, kind I of... Yes, I was on that. Yes. Okay. Yeah. No longer, obviously. <laughs> obviously. Anyway, so I've been a Love Island fan for forever, forever, forever. Yeah. I've watched every single season. Bloody love it. I, like, I feel like it's kind of like what old school Big Brother was like. 100%. That's why I love it. You get it. to see more interactions, more yeah. chats, yeah. more bonding. Not There's no challenge. Well, the challenges take three seconds. But the challenges no, like, are a bit annoying. In Big Brother... Just like in, I just don't like watching challenges that much. I just like you the doing drama. that sand challenge. I was dying. I was like, <laughs> I suck so bad. I would literally be like, I'm out. No, you looked hot. <laughs> I was just so bad at it. Though. I hate losing. Anyway, so watch Love Island, love it to death. Um, would often add and follow like, my favorite housemates on Instagram and Twitter, and <laughs> couple and of Twitter. Couple, well, because yeah, they tweet. Okay. Twitter's back. I've been using Twitter a lot. I would love to followers see your on Twitter. thoughts on Twitter. Yeah, I, I'm gonna definitely. I feel like I can actually be honest on Twitter. I, I don't have that sort of barrier. On Instagram, I'm like, mind your P's and Q's and like yeah. be a good role well, so model. On Twitter, space. I'm just savage as fuck. I want to go I and stalk that. your Twitter then. Um, Interrupted. Bye. Anyway, so I fell absolutely head over heels in love with Adam Collard. Oh. oh, you don't know who he is. He's <laughs> no, just come on. He's just, I've looked yeah, him up. Yeah, come yeah. On. yeah. So he he's was he was six hot. foot yeah. five. He was toxic as fuck. Like grade A fuck boy. Screwed <laughs> tick, like four. Tick, tick. Screwed four <laughs> girls over. Tats like tall, dark, handsome. And I was like, you are a bit of me. And I slid in either on was it Twitter? It was Twitter. And he replied and followed Shut me. Up. Followed me on Instagram. Shut I up. have a conversation between Adam and I. So when I saw him come back. 
Which, by the way, is the first time Love Island has ever done yeah, that. Yeah, that's what. I, that's how really? I know who it is. Yeah, they've never I brought back an that. old like Love Island ever. Before. So um, I was like, this is so funny. And I went back. My friends are obsessed with Love Island. I went back and looked at Twitter and I read the sleazy as fuck DMs who were sending well, each other. Can you say a few or not? Yeah, I can. There's my phone's on the ground. Oh my god, what did he? Do? So I remember like, what so he So now says. I'm like Adam's back. I'm like, well, it was Luca. Now Adam's like, oh my god, well Luca's our number one. We I'm love okay. Luca. I, I'm obsessed with him. I'm like, a, I, I really hope that Luca and Gems stay strong. Mm. Me too. I'm really concerned that that Adam's gonna fuck up Davide and Ekansu. Like he's already same, he's already same, fucking them up. Same. I haven't got to that bit. And Davide won't give her a third chance. No way. He was already really not wanting to give her a second Davide chance. Davide is the dark horse of the show. Davide is hilarious. Davide is cool. I think my type's changed because, like, Adam was absolutely my type. Like, toxic as fuck, basically, was my type. Yep. But now I'm with this beautiful Italian guy. Suddenly an Italian guy is, like, so much more attractive to me. And he's a good boy, Davide. He's just sweet. Like, he he's tries sweet. to be all, like, too cool, but really he really cares and he's actually yeah. quite soft. Yeah. yeah. I don't usually go for, like, the Europeans, but I like that, like, Davide, I feel like, yeah, he's grown on me. He's kind of fucking funny. And his yeah. broken English is so funny. Yeah. So funny. Like, he's like, like, go the fuck out. Yeah. It's like, no, it's get the fuck out. It's not go the fuck what out. What is he, what's that word he always says, like, La- o- over and over again where he's like... Um, Which word? It's not like, he's like, well noticeably but it's not noticeably it's like he says it constantly no idea you're the only one that I'll notices find it. it i'll, I'll find, find it, it i'll find it I'll anyway it. back to big brother yes yeah, so it was awkward from the get-go yeah and then we had to get into ubers and our one of our publicists was like all right i need four of you in an uber you four and josh refused to get an uber with sam mm. and i was like this is so really awkward fucked. um and i'd already messaged drew that morning and said look yeah how are you guys i just said look whatever we've got whatever's transpired lately can we just pretend like can we just remember that we've been friends for a decade and just be cool today like mm. let's have a fun day yeah let's not be tense let's not make everybody else tense um let's make it as comfortable for our partners as possible yeah um you know also oh, he's got a new partner yeah he's yeah. got a new girlfriend yeah who's lovely beautiful but i thought you kind of left like left the whole experience kind of like on good terms we did and then he wasn't super psyched with some of my exit interviews um <laughs> I, think, I think i was like i did my best to be respectful like i was really pushed to drag him and yep. i didn't do that but at the end of the day i have to acknowledge the way he treated me, the way yeah, he speaks to me. Which we've yeah. talked about. You know, and he yeah. backstabbed me, in, even just in terms of the game and his gameplay. Yeah, because he eliminated He stabbed you. me in the back. Yeah. Mm. So I was going to talk about that. I couldn't pretend that everything was funky-dory. I was like, yeah, the guy literally t- t- took me by the hands, grabbed my face, yeah, said, I've got you. It. In a really yeah. sexy moment. And then stabbed me in the back. Oh, it wasn't Don't sexy. No, but you know what I mean? He liked the hand on the face, like even when they do it in Love Island. Because I was crying. Fanny oh, Fanny was like, more. <laughs> So yeah, we, we we were fine. Honestly, Drew and I were fine. No tension, no awkwardness at all. Um, but the room itself, because Tim and Estelle weren't talking, um, <sighs> so there was a lot of sort of. So everyone was like kind of like parted around the room. Like yeah. who's like in what little group? Like who are you with? Is who it unlimited drinks as well? Absolutely not. We were trying oh, to get Jimmy Brings and Uber there's no Eats. drinking shit. We, what is no, going on? it's wise by them. Because we, just, we would have just gone absolutely mental. That's like the best. So like the aftermath of Big Brother, like filming all that. Totally. Well, you, know, you haven't seen it. Uh, I know it's family friendly now though. My Instagram stories right now are lit. Yeah, no, I've watched them. them. Yeah. That's yeah oh my God, part. the after party. I organised the after party because again, Channel 7 did not organise nice as a rap party no nothing we had two glasses of champagne with their producers sorry backstage. they can go get fucked <laughs> i was like cool we did not 
You did not that put me so through rude. this for us not to be able to celebrate together. So, so I organised a rap party. So it was... Of course you did. Can I hear though, so you've done the finale mm-hmm. and that kind of all went fine. You mm-hmm. got through the night. Then when you do transition into drinking with this group of people, what happens? I think because we had that whole day in yeah. this weird little green room, we literally, our rehearsal that we were there for took 10 minutes. Okay. We walked out, sat in our little seats, were told we were going to be asked questions and then went back to the green room. And we were all like, is that all... We have to do today. Why are we fucking here so early? So we had like snacks. We had a lot of downtime. Okay. And I think that meant we were all able to kind of air our dirty laundry then. Oh, you Mm. did do All the awkwardness, you know, Sam and Josh and Drew and Sam and Estelle and Tim, all that awkwardness was gotten out of the way early, sober. Mm, Maybe that was part of their plan. Who fucking knows? I know because like it's actually, if you think about it, you've actually never really been pissed with that group of people before. No. Because you're not allowed to drink on the show really. yeah. We only have like one or two drinks every time we were able to drink. Can you tell everyone? Can you drink one or two times an episode or one or two times a week? No. So we only got alcoholic beverages when there was an eviction. Mm. So there were two evictions a week Mm. um, and we basically got, it was roughly about one seltzer each or Mm. one glass of wine each. Oh, you'd go the wine for sure, right? Yeah, well, if you were sneaky and there were people that didn't drink and um, some people were like, oh no, I'll have a beer instead of a seltzer. So if you were smart and you got to the fridge quickly, you could kind of try and like hide a seltzer up your sleeve or like put it under your bed or something for later. Imagine if you just got really lit, like would they be like, (coughs) you're out? Like would they? Um, Alicia, bless her, she got pretty lit. (laughs) Like she, she was like, right, this is my one seltzer. I'm going to fucking skull it. And because we haven't been drinking and we're not eating a lot of food because mm. we're starving, our tolerances were all shot. Yeah, I bet it yeah. was. Even when I got out of the house and I thought, oh, okay, I'm back to normal now. I'm just drinking what I'd usually drink on a night out. Yeah. I'd have like three wines and be like, what the fuck? <laughs> I like, should go fuck. home. Our tolerance was like right back down to zero. So, Wait, oh. on the old Big Brother, like, I mean, your original series that you're on, is it? Th- was it the same rules with the drinking? No. Oh, my God. We got so fucking drunk. Because that's what I remember. It was different. You, yeah. You go up. Go onto YouTube and type in like clips of that season. I'm slurring my words. And the There's eyes one scene and I love those clips. There's one scene where I'm talking to Drew and I'm like, do you, do you love me? Do you love me? <laughs> but they actually sat me down. My first, when I first got to product to the meet, to like to the venue of Big Brother, producer sat me down for like a sort of an, an introduction chat. And they're like, Tully, now listen. Mm. Things have changed. It's, <laughs> it's a family-friendly show. There'll be no drinking. There'll be no getting drunk. There'll be no getting your tits out. And I was like, why did you ask me back then? Yeah. Like, why <laughs> am I is here? That's is it, me. That's, is that not why you want me here to, like, do all that stuff? Yeah, I want to know. Like, yeah. The comparison of both experiences, like, how different were they? So different. Worlds apart. I feel like I did two different shows. Mm. Seriously, yeah. though? Yeah, I feel like I did two different shows. The, the crux of it was still the same, and I guess it was bizarre for me because having some of my old housemates mm. in this new experience, that made it feel familiar to me. But, like, even Big Brother himself, it's a different guy. Mm. Oh, yeah, that was off putting for me as a big imagine, brother fan imagine, yeah, imagine to you i don't know and also in olden days um when you went to the diary room that you had probably three different big brother voices because obviously mm. the guy can't hang around 24 7 no i know, I know every whim <laughs> you know midnight and i decide i want to have a chat and he's just like oh wait <laughs> can I have, how do you have a chat do you go can I have a chat it's actually not as easy as you'd think. And I remember this from the first season. Yeah. I thought from watching previous seasons, you'd go to the diary and you'd press the little d- the button and he'd let you in. But quite often or not, you just stand there for half an hour and you're like, 
Are you guys having lunch or like? And yeah, you like, have absolutely no contact with any producers, no. anyone outside. Mm. We do have kind of, this. This is the thing that's so different about this season. So, with my original season, when you went to the diary room to speak to Big Brother, mm. you would get one of three voices, only three. You you familiarize yourself yeah. with them. So you have it in here. But like they were always Big Brother, is. right? Yeah. This time round, you'd go to the diary room, and sometimes you'd be speaking to a producer. Really? And mm. you had to just pretend and speak as if they were Big Brother, and that was off putting because the best. And then would the Big Brother put their voice mm. in? Over yeah, superimpose. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but that made it hard because one of my favorite things about the first time round was that I really made a connection with the main Big Brother. Well, he was funny. Mm. It was so but also quirky. I went yeah. through a lot of shit in there. You know, yeah. like, I was often there crying. Sometimes I felt like I when I felt really claustrophobic and I had nowhere to go, I'd go in there and say, "Can I just sit here for a bit?" Yeah, and he'd let he'd leave me to myself. But then it was like. Are you okay? How are you doing? And we built this rapport, you know, yeah. we had inside jokes, we had banter. Mm. Did you ever meet him? Yes, I met all of them oh, yeah, at the rap you? party. Yeah. That's so cool. Yeah, That's bizarre. Cool. They're all different. I mean, <laughs> there was the main big brother was Leon Murray, who I'm still friends with, who creeps me out regularly by sending me voice notes talking in the voice. And I'm like, <laughs> I get like PTSD. I'm like, no. <laughs> That's actually really funny for me. Yeah, he's, he's on cameo. So he'll go, He's on cameo. You can go, oh yeah. God. He'd be like, Tully. I'd be like, <laughs> To the diary room. But this time round, because you had someone basically different every mm, time you went in there. It's different. Jarring. Yeah. You'd have people that you liked. I had people, I had people that I didn't think liked me very much that would always push me for questions about Drew. And I'd be like, I don't want to answer these questions. Yeah. Can you ask me about my day, about mm. my game, about my strategy? I don't want to sit in here and talk about Drew and Sam. I couldn't give a fuck about Drew and Sam. Yeah, mm. they're trying to, yeah. They so really like, paired you together, didn't they? Oh, the finale. Did you guys watch it? No. I was sitting next to Drew in front, in behind Sam. Of course you were though. <laughs> so every camera, clo- every camera close up, they could get the three of us in the one yeah. shot. <laughs> and so my wait, questions wait. that I were asked were, how is it like living in a house with Sam and Drew? How is it like living in a house with your ex-boyfriend? And get this, I shit you not. And this is where I think, you know, I'm really proud of myself for handling myself, this whole experience with Grace. Because mm. I could have. There have been so many times, especially with those bullshit trailers. Mm. Australia's well, biggest love discussed. triangle. That was fucked, hey. There were so many times I could have cracked the shit and been like, come out, using my platform and I have a lot of followers and being like, this is horse shit. This is dangerous. You're playing with my real life, my real relationship. Yeah, like I've got a fucking boyfriend. This yeah. is fucked. But I think because I want to, you know, work in the media still, I have to be really careful about, about what I say. Yeah, and I a also, hard one. I also know that I signed up for that. I signed away yeah. my life. Basically. Did you have a feeling they were going to send him in? I mean, I no, 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 no. I had no idea. Mm. But I think last night, you know. I I'd lasted a long time. I played a fierce game. I played on my own. Mm. I had no help. I had no little like teammates. You handled yourself like a boss in that app you told me to watch. Thank you so yeah, much. Yeah, we did watch that. But one. last night, I loved that. Sonia literally looked at me and said, "So for all the jolly fans out there, are you still in love with Drew?" Oh my! <laughs> and I was like, "How? How did it's live TV, right?" So I didn't have a, I didn't have a second to think about. And my Daniel's answer. in the audience. Daniel's in the audience, and so is Drew. Did you partner. look at Daniel when the, when she said that? Like, I was said, kind of like I said, absolutely not, Sonia. In fact, my beautiful boyfriend okay, Daniel's nice. here tonight, yeah. and the whole auditorium started clapping. That's cool. And I yeah. blew him kisses. But I was like, but again, that's as we were talking about. That's overwhelming for him too. But also, so you're like, you're you're minimizing me as just Drew's ex girlfriend. 
Well, literally, that was like the fucking cell, it seems. Of the and then all last show. night, I was in bed with Daniel thinking about like if I was quicker, if I'd had some pre-warning, mm. if it wasn't live, if I had the balls. That's only human, though. What would you have said? Well, I had all these other ideas like, hey, Sonia, I wanted to be like, hey, Sonia. Let me ask you the <laughs> question, ready? Can I do it again? See? <coughs> oh, Jesus. So, Am I going to get sick? Maybe. We're both fucking horse coughing over maybe. the Fuck, I'm, in the I middle. have the worst immune system. <laughs> now I'm going to cough. Okay. Tully. Yes, Sonia. Are you still in love with Drew? Uh, hey Siri, play Let It Go from the Frozen soundtrack. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, can we just let it go? Yeah, fuck. What do go. I have to do to, to pr- like, have I not done enough? Do you reckon Big Brother producers were kind of like, fuck, like she handled it really well. Like there wasn't like, actually like, they, they wanted it to be more drama. I've been on Twitter and overwhelmingly people like, what is with these producers still flogging this dead horse? Yeah. They were like, those questions were so unfair. Like, Tully held their head high. She handled it well. End of the day, I'm not dumb. I realised that my brother experience and journey will always be, unfortunately for me, linked to him. That's mm. okay. Yeah. I was happy to answer the question, how was it like living with your ex-boyfriend? That's fine. That's a, that's an interesting quest- question. But to ask if I'm still in love with Drew it's when I have lot. a partner of every year... Very clear. Does she know about that as well? Like yeah, everyone partner? knows. Yeah. And look, it's not Sonia Kruger's fault. She's got a little birdie in her ear. Mm. So she's got questions coming through. We, like could, we could see the teleprompter. It's so fuck TV. So hey. I could see my name. So what all we if had. If that was me getting asked that, I would be like deer in the head. I'd be like, you oh, would be but so but fucking also funny. I'd be like, yes, I am. I'm, I'm not a, a, a C-U-N-T either. Like yeah. I'm not going to. It's not Sonia's fault. I wasn't mm. going to make Sonia feel uncomfortable. Like, I could have sat there dead face, deadpan, and been like, is that a serious fucking question? And made her feel so awkward and, like, ruined the vibe and yeah. ruined... I'm not that they kind wanted of that? The producers for you to, like, amp up a bit at her? No. And, and, like, if they wanted that, and I feel like a lot, a lot of the times this time around in the house, it felt like the producers were baiting me like that because mm. I was known first time around, Typhoon Tully, Tully's a hurricane, Tully's over-emotional, Tully can't <laughs> get a grip, Tully's insane. And there are a lot of times this time around in the house with different little different things here and there, little like, for instance, during Hacker Week and Temptation Hacker Week, week. <laughs> every single housemate got to see a video from home except for me. That's Why? right. And I was like, are you pushing, you want me to have a tantrum, you want me to blow up, you want me to stomp around, cry, get emotional. Yeah, they're I'm literally not stirring your pot. Another time we had, it was Temptation Week again, and everybody that chose Temptation got a little, had to open this sort of like Narnia-like wardrobe to mm. a, a surprise. Yeah. Johnson got a burger. <laughs> Reggie got a meat pie. <laughs> I got a cabbage. <laughs> and do you know what? When I opened it, I literally, in my head was like, <laughs> fucking serious. I opened it, I saw the cabbage, and I was like, don't, don't, don't. I was like, do not give them Why what they want. Why did they give you that? I was like, oh, me. I'm all good, thanks. And I was like, Tully, do you not want your temptation prize? I was like, nah, I'm all good, thanks. You can have the cabbage. Fucking but in my head, I'm like, motherfucker, I swear to fuck. <laughs> where the fuck is my meat pie? Where is, is my, my meat pie? Because you're essentially starving, right? Oh, always starving. So I have a few questions that I've been wanting to ask you, which I probably already asked you in Melbourne. But when, because I'm psycho about sleep, mm-hmm. on both seasons, mm-hmm. How do you sleep in a room with everyone and you're not allowed sleeping pills or anything like that? Yeah, no. So I was really anxious this time around. First time around, I didn't have a problem with sleeping ever and it wasn't a problem at the time. This time around, over the years, I've developed, I'm just a really light sleeper. I'm talking, I need like guided meditation. I want a fan on. Rain music. Pitch black room. If Daniel rolls over, I'm like, stop moving. Like that bad. Yeah. Um, To the point where 
I was smart enough as well because I was sort of across my anxiety this time around, whereas I wasn't aware I had anxiety last time around, <laughs> which explains a lot, really. When Your you baby tally, it. though. I know. So 25-year-old baby tally, yeah. lost a lot of unresolved trauma. Yes. Um, no psychologist at the time, whereas now I have many <laughs> psychologists and other things. Here, here. There you go. So I knew, I was like, look. You really have evolved. Thank you. Yeah. I've tried. I've grown. I definitely have grown. I mean, you, you want to hope so. It's nearly been a decade. I'm like, fuck, <laughs> that makes us feel so old. If I, I had it grown and learned from mistakes and no, evolved. No, but even since Cambodia, I oh, feel like really? you're a much more centred human being. Babe, I just lost my mom, remember? I know. Yeah, that was crazy. That was like a month yeah. after losing my mom. Was it only a month? Yeah. It was a month. It was my first work thing ever since losing I my d- mom. Yeah. I, didn't I took it because I thought it would be good for me to get out of Australia and get, I thought it would be a nice, I sunny, like relaxing break. We were worked to the bone we, we were. were our itinerary was back to back we had a 3am start for a non-existent, oh, sunrise. non-existent sunrise yeah but um, we had that fun. was me we being, all met though. yeah <laughs> oh we had the best time um anyway so this time around i did bring valium for my anxiety oh, i was like oh, that's, that's great you house. have to get it cleared by a doctor they keep it you don't okay. have access to it you have to go to the diary and request it and explain Interesting. why but i was like look i don't want to because i know now in hindsight i was having many panic attacks and anxiety attacks last time around yeah and i thought look if I need it, just knowing that it's there, if it's getting dire and I can't self-soothe. Because the the things that I use to self-soothe in my anxiety, like meditation tapes, going for walks, grounding my feet in the ocean, I can't do that in the house. The grass is astroturf. It's not yeah, even real grass. It's gross. So I knew if I didn't have my self-soothing techniques that I use in the real world, I might need things, the Valium. Yeah. Which is also, you can be taken if you can't sleep. So I, yeah. I knew that, okay, if it's really bad and I'm like night four of no sleep, yeah. I do have that as a backup. And that's when you're going to behave like a freak. Exactly. No and you're starving. sleep deprived yeah. and angry. And you're hungry. But do you know what? Despite living in a room with like 21 people, literally having, I had Farmer Dave next to me and Trev opposite me, they snore nah. like fucking freight trains. See, I don't know how you deal with that. They, because we were so worked, like we to had a challenge. Yeah. yeah. We had a challenge every second day, mm. physical challenges. Yeah, that's what I, we I weren't eating. We actually just passed the fuck out from exhaustion. Were you kind of nervous kinda good about like the challenges? Because they're quite hectic. I'm, I was in Melbourne. We were in lockdown still when I went into the yeah, house. Yeah, so you weren't working out I hadn't like been training. to a gym since 2019. See, I, yeah, that would, I wasn't, oh, like, in no. terms of me being my fittest self, I was like, I don't have any upper arm strength. Yeah. I've got nothing. And I'm not very sporty. I did fencing as a sport in high school. <laughs> you look sporty, though. Yeah, you do. I just own a lot of good active wear. <laughs> yeah, you look hot in active wear. Um, <laughs> no, because I was thinking um. that because, like, the big brother, like, the first, you know, the one that you were first in obviously wasn't as big. Like, I feel like the new big brothers all, like, fucking reminds me of Survivor, like, kind of theme it's like ninja warrior me meets survivor yeah meets like, like reality yeah so did that make you nervous before going in being like oh i have to do all these weird challenges that i don't know what they're gonna make oh, us do in yeah. all like the pre-interviews they were like so how hard are you gonna fight yeah are you gonna be a challenge beast and i was like absolutely not i i'm dead sh- like terrified i i'm gonna be terrible like i knew going in there that i wasn't gonna be a physical threat that I, I can barely do, like, I feel like I've got numbers dyslexia. Mm. I'm a writer, so I'm not dyslexic, yeah. but numbers to me are just a foreign language. Oh, me too. Me too. So in terms of doing the numbers, which is so important in this new format, I was like, I'm gonna be shocking. So I knew my only my only strength was my social game. That's all mm. I had. And that's what got me through, you know, in the and end. And you were very supportive of other people in the game. Well, that's just me being like nice. maternal. And you. Like I'm like a mother hen yeah. all the time. And I think, I think coming back as an OG, Loving the show. I really wanted, it was kind of like coming back and doing like 
a peer support group with <laughs> at school. You know, oh yeah. my like, god, peer support. Do you know what I mean? Like, I was like, oh my god, you guys are me. Like I saw so much of myself in Alicia. Alicia yeah. was twenty four. I was twenty four when I first did the show. She was nuts. She was no filter, living and breathing. Like every twist and turn, she was just so pumped for. And I saw so much yeah. of my baby telling in that yeah and so i wanted them to have a really good experience yeah. i wanted them to love it i wanted them to embrace it i wanted them to really realize how lucky and special it is to be a part of this big brother family it's pretty cool it's so cool yeah like would you do it again though absolutely oh you would yeah but I feel you like want to do like survivor now or something no, no I'm, survivor, I'm a celebrity sorry, i'm a celebrity yeah yeah I'm, I'm a celebrity that seems fucked tully that no, show. apparently no. it's like not though really? i feel They've like bugs okay, and, well, first like, of all, all that. first Ugh. of all there's a big brother element in that you're living with a bunch of people they get like camp beds, but they're still like something like mm. Survivor. You're like on the dirt. Yeah, I'm not doing Survivor. Having bull ants bite your butt. Get me out nah. of here. It's still like kind of wilderness kind of. But stuff. I think it's like pushing me to the next level. <laughs> no, like, I know you. The can first do big it, brother was like literally a walk in the park. I sunbaked every day. Yeah, yeah you and got made so out tan. with someone. I'm like oh, so hard. Second time around, it was like, okay, I had to actually work for this. Like, yeah. I had to try, I had to hustle, I had to... It was actually completely different. So different. <laughs> Such a different. So different. Yeah. And then I feel like I'm a celebrity is, like, pushing myself that next That's limit. That's next level, though. But also, you know... I is that a, Who does I'm a Celebrity 7? Well, luckily, uh, the executive producer is actually my old big brother producer, Alex oh, Medvedakis. Oh, well, there you go. Buddy small And he world. loves me. Um, you would be amazing on that. Well, I've asked him. Okay, so I was asked if I was interested in doing it about four years ago. Yeah. My manager said, yes, she is. Like, we'd love to hear more information. And then crickets, mm. which is fine. It happens all the time. So I was on, you know, I was on their mind, at least originally. But then Alex said to me a couple of years back when I asked him, you know, what do I have to do? Like, who do I have to blow to get on Armour Celebrity? <laughs> like, and he literally said to me, he was like, Tully, I love you. You're fucking great television. You would be amazing yeah. on that show. But you're just too irrelevant now. And he literally said to me, he was like, like, excuse me. No, he was, he was right. You know, I was like seven, eight years out of the show. I was kind I of old You years. have maintained your socials pretty well though. Mm. Yes, socially, but you know, was my face instantly recognizable? Maybe not. Yeah. And he literally said to me, go and find yourself an AFL player to date and come back and we'll Oh, they talk. literally tell you to do that. And I was like, ha ha, okay, yeah, sure. But that's my real life. I'm just going to date someone to get in the show. Just for the point <laughs> of it, that's so hectic. So now, so you know, especially now that the public has embraced me so much this mm. time around versus last time when I was like You're shunned. In. You were shunned. I messaged him and I was like, so am I relevant enough now? Yeah. Like, the public and what love do you say? me. He leaves me hanging. Oh, what a Oh, fuck. TBC. Yeah, we'll wait and see. And also, you know, that show, which something we don't have in Big Brother, is raising money for a charity. And yeah, it's pretty cool. Venture yeah. Australia is, yeah. is so important, so close to me. So to raise money, I mean, I know Abby Chatfield already did that and won the show. Like, well done. What can't Abby Chatfield do? I know, I know she's amazing. But let's raise some more money. Like, let's yeah, double yeah, that. Yeah, let's yeah. do it again. What's um? What was the other show that all the celebrities went in? Um, was fucking the footy player one. SAF. Oh, SAF. Oh, no way. <laughs> That's no way. That's not you. Not you. Level. No. That's not you. The guy would come to my face where they, they talk and like spit in your face and yeah. I'd burst in tears. And be you, like, you're yeah. being nah, so mean. mean. Nah. I know the ones that only last like the first day and you're like, oh, that would be me. How could did Anna Heinrich do it? Yeah. yeah. She's we want to get working. She's coming on the pod. Amazing. Yeah. I love Anna Heinrich. Um, how are you feeling, Ray, your mum? It's been a while now. Really? You're just going to put me on the spot like well, that? You just spoke how are you feeling about your dad? We obviously bonded in Cambodia because both our mum and dad had dementia. Yeah. But obviously dad didn't have it in the same way mm -hmm. as your mum. Yeah. And it's like been a few years now and I feel like you've no, how really... How long has it been? Yeah, so she passed away July 1, 2019. Uh, oh, yeah. So it's, oh, yeah. it's just... It's oh, yeah. Two-year anniversary. Mm, just passed. Three years. Three years. Three years. Yeah. Anniversary. Yeah, yeah, just passed. So 
it's weird, you know, we t- kind of briefly, I mean, I know you didn't want to talk about it when we met up, which is totally fair enough. Yeah. I was actually psyching myself up to Daniel. I was like, this could be a really emotional breakfast. Mm-hmm. Like, do no, I No, have- I was like, I just want the gossip. I sat down and you're like, you're like I'm, I, we don't have to talk about it. Everything's fine. Like, <laughs> um, start talking. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's, it's a weird one, right? Because you, everyone's expecting you to have this really big, like, oh my God, I just, you know, lost your mum. And, and it, I obviously felt that loss, but I lost my mum nine years prior yeah we talked about that it's yeah it's, it's not like weird, like you it is step. a weird loss like I don't, it, I don't i don't i don't have those moments where you know something exciting happens and i go to call my mom to tell her no. and she, i haven't yeah i can't remember sudden. the last time i've i spoke to my mom on a phone mm. yeah so it's it's a weird one to grieve mm. but then it hits you in the weirdest moments mm. that you just and you're not prepared for it mm. like i often find when i'm walking down the street if i see a mother and a daughter about my age That's and my mom's really age yeah. shopping yeah. Or bonding, or having a it wine together. Is, yeah. Um. You know, I'm I'm a bridesmaid for a lot of my friends' weddings coming up at the moment, and going dress shopping with their mum and how excited they get. I'm just like, I'm never going to have that. Yeah. Mm. And that's when it really hits me, and it makes mm. me really upset. And just seeing my dad, you know, how my dad's coping with it, which is not yeah. well. Um. How was it seeing them last night or the night before? We hadn't caught up since Christmas. Wow. Mm. A long time. Uh. It's tough, you know, families are tricky and my family in particular is quite fractured. Mm. And I think I made the decision a long time ago that I had to do what was best for me and my life and my mental health. Yeah. And having that space between Sydney and Melbourne is what I need to do sometimes mm. just to look after myself Yeah, first. do you feel like it's helped moving for away? Sure, I mean, but then you have, the, you know, the constant guilt of yeah. like, yeah, should I be doing more? Us, yeah. um, you know, is dad okay? You know, he's getting older now. Should I be up here more? And I think as well, and I definitely feel guilty about this too. Now I've got Daniel. He's part of this big, beautiful Italian family. Yeah. Four brothers, a mum, a dad. You know, his mum just dotes on me. Mm. And it's so lovely having someone fuss over you, you know. Mm. But you she hears that, that I'm sick and she brings me up <coughs> chicken soup. Yeah. I haven't had that since I was a kid. Which is so cool. Literally. But I think <coughs> what I've found and what I feel, I guess, a bit bad about is that it's so easy to get lost in that and mm. to pretend that's my family because mm. my my real family is hard it's not easy yeah. and it's not always fun and well, it's, it's not always up hard happy. feelings and yeah like, you know reminders of you know yeah and and stuff. just hard topics and yeah. and things still aren't easy you know dad has his issues and so i think I've, i think with daniel's family it's so much easier just to stay down in melbourne and go get fed at steak night and yeah, yeah you know that's families. only human like that's yeah. like and yeah. you deserve it you're living your own life you know what yeah, i mean like yeah. the guilt is like constant yeah. which know. is what like kind of i said when you know your dad was still alive and then you know you visiting him in the nursing home but you started to kind of like avoided at times yeah, I guess, I because it was it. the oh. guilt of even it seeing was just so him depressing. like oh. you like you don't want to even look at it you just don't want to even deal with it you know going to visit mum in her care home it would take me three days to work myself yeah. up to it yeah the drive there i would feel sick and anxious and dread yeah i'd get there i'd immediately feel guilty talking to all the nurses i'm i'm thinking oh they're thinking she's never here yeah she's not here Same. enough yeah look at this sport brat coming in we do all the hard work it's never ending then guilt. you get there yeah. and you know mum isn't talking to me <laughs> she's not even looking at me won't even let me touch her mm. hold her hand you sit down with them and you're like well now how long do i sit here for yeah. i know, Is, I know. Have, I, have i been here long enough i know do i put a timer on for an hour i know it's just and I then you see people that literally like wives and i know it's so different because you know they're our parents but you see wives that come in there every day how often would your dad go every day every second day mm. 
but and then you leave and you feel like you have to apologize again you kind of scurry out in shame and yeah. it's like you're never like leaving this kind of hemisphere of guilt no like, and then never. you cry the whole way home yeah, yeah. and then Drain. you've got fucking ptsd for the next four days mm. and you don't want to do it and then it's Literally. like the avoidance because you think you're like helping yourself avoid it maybe for a few days. Like I felt with and you, as they're like getting yeah. help you like recover. Yeah. It, it was yeah. like a full process. And, and then as they get worse, like, oh. you, it gets more confronting. And you're like, what am I going to see today? Yeah. Is she going to, you know, and because I was living in Melbourne, when I'd come up to visit her, the gaps were getting bigger and bigger mm. and I'd go back and she was looking. Sorry, this is like really oh, fucked. Sorry, no, just uh, for you. It's really sad. And for you though. Too. It brings up feelings though. I know. It's hard. Sorry, that really oh, hit me. No, it's hard. It's only been a bloody month or something for you. I don't think it gets any easier though. No, but just on. like so I never, I never had dad like not. Um, he always knew who I was. Really, which I feel like was so lucky. I'm just like that would have been so fucked for you. Yeah. Yeah. yeah well, my my mum. No. This is just just as hard for both of you. You know. I yeah. think it's so important. You know, we talk about this stuff, Steph, because. For me, I mean, you know, growing up with it, I was 15 years old. Mum was diagnosed. There was no one. Yeah. First no. of all, we were kids. Yeah. Um, some people might have been like, oh, yeah, my grandma has dementia. Yeah, that's yeah, no. so true. She's nutty. She walks around nude. And I'm like, that's not what my – this is my mum. This is my yeah. fucking mum. Yeah. It's so different. But now that I'm older and I've kind of, I guess, gotten brave enough to talk about it, the amount of DMs I get from people being like, I feel so alone. Like you're yeah. the only person. I Google it. And this is why I'm actually working on a network and a support group for young people that have, are dealing with dementia. Mm. Because I get so many DMs from people younger than us, our age, who are like, there's just not enough out there. Yeah. There's, there's all these weird like government stuff and there's a few support groups. But like... But people our age who yeah. want to talk to other people our age. Because mm. your parents, who are whatever parents dealing with it, they are about to lose their own soul. Yeah, yeah. And so I want to create a support group. I don't know what it looks like. A support group, a forum, a network, a website. I'm not sure what it looks like yet. I'm working with Hammond Care, which is where my mum was at, the yeah. care home. Because I just think I get so many DMs and they're fucking heartbreaking stories. Yeah, and to read and it, them. And it takes yeah. a bit out of me every yeah, time. Yeah, I like bet it does. People are trying to connect and trying to relate to me, but I will open a DM and I'll start reading. I'll be like, oh, I don't have it in me today <laughs> to do this. No. Like, this is Did you get stuff. heaps of DMs after you did no filter with Mia Friedman? Yeah. And after mum died and really every time I talk about it, because I guess yeah. I'm always getting new followers, right? Yeah. So even with me going to be brother this time round and I have all these new followers, there's so many people that don't even know about my mum's story. So I had to kind of reshare all the articles and, you yeah, know, all yeah, the resources. Yeah. But I just – I always think that if I – I have all these people in my DMs, right, and I respond to every single one of them, but I'm not a professional. No. I, can, I can tell them how I de- dealt with it or how I experienced it or my own journey, but I, I'm not a psychologist. Nah. But sometimes it's nice, I feel like, because – People connect to you sometimes. Yeah, people message people me. I've like, made lots, like, a few friends And, like, friends you guys talking, it. like, don't you feel it's nice yeah. oh, talking you to feel someone? Like, but you what feel, I want to do know, is, my, what I want to do is, so this is why I'm doing this, yeah. I want to find a way to connect all of those people in my DMs. 100%. Because if they, platform, they're talking to yeah. me and they think that I'm the only person that gets them, mm. if I could somehow link them, like, so I'm not going to start a massive group chat on Instagram, but yeah. if I could introduce them to each other. What if you started a Facebook yeah, They would like realise. Facebook group. I, I want to do something more, like, like official, professional. So that's part of um, my little heart side hustle at the moment. But I just keep thinking, What's fuck. the ETA on that so people can Well, I've been it. so mental with Big Brother stuff. Yeah. Um, I'm actually speaking again for the second year at the International Dementia Conference. Yes, wow. I saw you did that last yeah. time. Yeah, spoke last year. We're speaking was again this year. Um, no, that was a No, that was just a charity event. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, this is like a full-on, like, 
global conference. We had to do it via Zoom last year because of COVID. Yeah. Um, but I'll be speaking in Sydney again I September this year. You. you should come along. Yeah, um, I would love to come. So, and that's just about, again, I think the reason they asked me to come on board is because I think I – it's it's easier to see how serious dementia is. It's now the second leading cause of death in Australia and the first leading cause of death for females in Australia, mm. which is – a crazy statistic. Yeah. It's like fucking If mental. you did a little vox pop on the street, there is no fucking way people would know that. No. They'd be like, oh, cancer, heart attack, 100% stroke. I'd say cancer first. Yeah. Like, and it's so debilitating and it like takes your soul away from you very slowly. But and no one wants to talk about it. No. Because there is no. they just want to hide you in There's no hope. Home. No. Right? There's no. Well, there's no. When you've got cancer, there. when you've got, you know, a brain tumour, when you've got, there are people that have overcome cancer you've got celebrities you know delta yeah. goodrum mm. what a great poster child for leukemia look yeah. at her now thriving yeah. Yeah. there so is no true. sexy pop star no. that's, beaten, <laughs> that's beaten dementia so in true. fact love her and so appreciate everything she's done for the cause but ida buttrose for a long time there was our only spokesperson mm. people our age can't relate to her no. people aren't going to take what she's saying seriously mm. i mean lately we've got the veronicas who have obviously come out and done amazing work with dementia australia because mm. they unfortunately lost their mum colleen to louis body dementia yes what's the difference with louis body dementia? oh my god we could be here for hours there's i, I think that's that what my dad I think had, had that, that too yeah um but it's just not enough to be done yeah. and it's not a sexy disease there's no hope Kind of a depressing thing, right? It's so true. Have you really thought about connected it like with the Veronicas? Because like you both yeah. lost your mums. Yeah, yeah. They, they're so great. We've actually been in the same spot a few times. We haven't actually met up. But they they reached out to me um, when my mum was still alive and I've reached out to them after they lost their mum. And, yeah, they're doing some amazing work. They've obviously got so, a bigger yeah, yeah. platform than me. Yeah, but still. Still? What but I just think, amazing. like, it pisses me off because, you know, we have these Daffodil Day, which is so great, by the way. I love all these, you know, these beautiful yeah. causes. We have Daffodil Day. We have, you know, Pink Finger Bun Day. Mm. Nothing for dementia. No one's nothing. talking about it. Mm. And it's just, it's going to become a bigger and bigger problem. And if we don't find a cure or at least understand it better as a disease soon, we're going to be in big trouble. Mm. It's scary. I've said Eddie's like my partner's um fiance. Parents. Yeah, fiance. Yeah, <laughs> I never say it. He's like best family friend. The oh, she's yeah, just yeah. been diagnosed at, like fifty six, fifty seven, or maybe fifty one. Yeah, which is I thought fifty one's even fucking younger, which is crazy. Oh, she's uh, got young girls, one with Down syndrome. Oh my god. And the husband's oh now god. been nah. put in hospital. He's had a weird disease that he can't walk, he has to learn to walk again. So well, the whole family's driving up and down from Dubbo to like help out with the, you know, sister with disability and the mum's in the care home now. Like, I'm just <sighs> like, fuck, that's just I, mental. I remember know? when we were dealing with the mum and there was a 60 minute or something, one of those shows, mm. expose or a piece, and the, there was a woman who was 30 years old. Fuck. That's the thing, D- dementia doesn't crazy. discriminate. It doesn't care how old 30. you are. 30, And she had been pregnant and she would wake up every day and not know who oh, her own daughter forgot. was. Wow. Nah. Have you seen on TikTok as well now, the little kids? They've been like, I think that's what TikTok has been. Like, you fucking Great learn so much. Yeah, you do. There's so many kids with um, child dementia yeah. on there. And yeah. they're what? only San, four San or Felipe five. Syndrome. Have, it's pretty – I've never – it's crazy. I've I follow one chick on there that's tiny. Yeah, I know you're talking about San yeah. Felipe Syndrome. It's like – Oh, yes. No, I've seen one girl. Yeah, really yeah, 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 girl yeah, yeah. on there and the mum advocates yes, for it. Yes, And I had no idea. She's yeah. amazing. Yeah. That's the thing, like – there's always somebody worse off than you. Yeah. Always, always somebody. And I think that if all, like, if if this Big Brother experience, you know, times two has done nothing but give me a platform to use, to advocate, to spread awareness, to talk about, to make people feel connected, not alone, 
if that's all it's going to bring me in my life, mm. then it was totally worth it. All the shit. Now I'm going to get upset. Oh, <laughs> All the shit I dealt with, all the shit I continue to deal with, the trolling, the media, the Daily Mail articles, you know. Mm. If I can, it's all worth it. I'll do it again. If I can use it for, to help with raising money and funds and awareness for dementia. It's such a powerful thing. Like it's it's so so powerful. And like, again, you're so relatable. You're so much, you know, as you're saying, you're young. You've got a lot going for you. No, I just like snort it back. You know? Yeah, <laughs> just swallow it. It's nice to have someone in the media that's young and like, you know. Yeah. Well, I think and it, when I met you in Cambodia, it. I was like, I feel really seen now. Yeah. Like, I feel like, because my dad obviously was so old. Like my dad didn't get a young, he was just an older dad. I was like, fuck, it feels nice to have a young person be like, oh yeah, it's so fucked. Like mm. it's not just losing your parent, it's losing your finances, it's losing oh, like everything, everything all in your one whole go. And then your, your family is kind of yeah, it's yeah. Like, yeah, I always say that, you know, yeah, I lost mum at 15, but I also lost dad. Like, yeah. dad became mum's full-time, full-time carer, carer yeah. and we were no longer... Yeah, the whole... We talked you know, about this. The yeah. whole um, hierarchy, you know, hierarchy of the family changes. You you become the parent. Yeah. Or you're, like, lifted up to uh, the mother of your maybe your, like, brothers and or, you know... that's why I think both you and I have dated fuckwits in the past because <laughs> you're looking for, like, a daddy. Maybe. Like, a, it's like a daddy... It's not a daddy issue. It's like a... No, it's you want to be cared for. Oh, I definitely, yeah, I definitely have abandonment issues. Like I I think that everyone that I love is going to leave me because my mum left me. Yeah. Um, did you ever? Oh my god, I when I went to start going to therapy for this stuff, my therapist one day was like, we were working through it, and she was talking to me about. She's like, I'm going to put something to you. You're not going to like it. And I was like, oh god. Like everything else you say to me. <laughs> I don't like anything out. that you say to me. Yeah. Everything you say is awful and yeah, confronting. Hard. Oh my God, it's so hard, but it's so worth it. <laughs> she was like, I think you're really fucking angry with your mum. And I was like, oh my God, what? No, like she's an angel. Like, yeah. I'm not angry. Like, how can I be angry? Like, it's none of it's her fault. She's like, no, you are fucking fuming. You feel <laughs> totally abandoned. Mm-hmm. She left you. She mm. left you alone with three boys. She left you before, you know, your year 10 formal, before your 18th birthday, before yeah. your graduation, before yeah. your wedding, before your first kid. Yeah. And you're fucking fuming. And I was like, no, I'm not. I'm not. I'm really not. <laughs> and she goes, I want you to go home and write a letter to your mum. I was like, that sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah. <laughs> I, can't oh. I can't wait to get fucking blind drunk and sit <laughs> down and do fucking that. Fucking have a few reds. Did you do it? it? No, because every time I started writing it, it, it was angry. I was furious. Oh, so you were like, oh so my God, are. I am angry. Yeah, I am I feel abandoned. And I think that, that's, that's fair. That's definitely, you know, sort of spilt down to my relationships and mm, to how I deal same. with people. And like, yeah. I've got so many fucking issues. Like, I, You I'm definitely really don't anymore, I don't think. You reckon? I know, yeah. but who doesn't know? And you're dealing with them at least. That's yeah. the thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, you're yeah. very open and talk about yeah. them. But like, I have mates that have two beautiful parents and I'm like, you're cooked. I know, you know right? what I mean? Like <laughs> some people are just cooked. Well, that's same. I'm cooked, but like we're all cooked. We're all cooked yeah. in a good everyone way. Has yeah. Everyone has their own shit. Yeah, you everyone know? has their shit. Everyone and I've had that argument. I remember so clearly when we were younger, we were having this debate about like, is there any such thing as like a normal family? And I remember the argument so well. And it was one friend of ours that was saying, "Oh no, there's this perfect family." I'm like. That's absolute bullshit. No yeah, one nah, is fucking perfect. Nah. There is always something. There's always something wrong. under the carpet. There's always something under the carpet. You just don't know about it because yeah. you're too young to know. And as you get older, fuck those doors just start and opening. You're like, oh, oh, this okay. and you know, do you know what? If it like it, it hasn't been easy and it hasn't been you know how I would have imagined my life going. But if that didn't happen with my mum, I wouldn't be this empathetic person that I am. Yeah. Not that it, I don't know if I believe that everything happens for a reason. I really don't because I'm like. For what reason did my nah, mum have to die? Yeah. 
Um, but I do think that it, it shapes us, right? Totally, and I, yeah. I'm quite happy with who I am today. And I, I love that I'm empathetic. I love that I think about and care about people. I love that, you know, that I am this loving, kind, big-hearted person that I am. I'm fucking resilient. I'm strong. Yeah. You are. And, like, you know, even with the Sonia Kruger question, like, I've gone through worse. Mm. Like, come at me. Chuck whatever shitty article, <laughs> shitty tweet... Daily Mail, yeah. do it. Do your worst, because I've fucking been through fire no, and it. I'm fine. No, no, that's yeah, so like true. I've lost my mum. Yeah, but so <laughs> so I've watched my do mom your best. Do your best, but do you your can't. Best. You can't top that. No, like I'm strong, and that's I don't know so if I. True. I don't know if I'd be like that if I didn't go through that. Yeah, so probably not. I wouldn't wish it upon my worst enemy, but. You know, no. I think I've made lemonade out of lemons. You I think have. You do. I, think, I think we should wrap it up on that note. Okay. That's a beautiful oh, note. We do, I don't know if you listen to the potty, but we do collide advice at the end. Okay. Which is any recommendation. It could be a restaurant, it could be a bar, it could be deme- raising money for dementia, whatever. A recommendation. Yeah. So you obviously love food and drinking in yes. Melbourne. So you could do that. Whatever you want. Oh, Okay. Have you guys been to Gimlet in Melbourne? No. Oh, my God. First of all, put a booking down now because it takes about five months to get in. Okay. Unless you want to go at like 10 p.m. to the bar. Maybe we'll book also for September. When yes. I it is heaven. Should it's we book for the three of us for yes. September? Yes. Yes. Can we do that? Do you have any pool It is there? my... No. Absolutely oh. not. Pool? It just made top 100 restaurants in the world as well. Fuck. Oh. Yeah. Um, it's, it's divine. It's very New York. Okay, like, it's, done. It's heaven. Let's do that. What kind We're of food? We're all going. We have to get the lobster. Yep. Yeah, I love that. And they have, you know, the caviar bump which yeah. everyone's doing We need doing to get extra bougie, It is yeah. bougie. Yeah. It is get really doled up. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe so I really want to get my head on at Rock Ebony. You should recommend that for Melbourne as well. Okay, yeah. Well, I am a Rock Ebony ambassador. So oh, yeah. Rock go. Ebony tour out, guys. Ooh, they do best, the best hair. Best yeah. blow Can waves. you please take a moment for my hair? I'm getting it done You're on You're about Tuesday. to get it done. Why it's do I disgusting. feel like every time I see you, you've got bad regrowth? It's terrible. Bad regrowth and red eyebrows. But you do have beautiful glowing skin and nice cheeks. And beautiful yeah. blue eyes. And nice cheeks. And yeah. big titties. Your, your lashes do look good as well. Because yeah. I've got extensions. Well, your, your extensions look really Snakes nice. Mm. Um, what's your collide advice? Oh, fuck, a bit of codrill. Yeah. Codrill, cold and flu. <laughs> with a pseudo though, with a pseudoephedrine. Oh, yeah. magic. Oh, yeah. I took it this morning as soon as I woke up and I feel fine yeah, now. Yeah, you feel like When the pseudo yeah. hits you, you're like, I could go to a fucking rave yeah. right now. I could. Yeah. I'm going to like flare. Yeah. Bed. Yeah. I actually like taking codrill when I'm not. Shame. She's like that too. I take nighttime codrill when I'm like, She's fully addicted. I love nighttime control. No, but when you're feeling like this and you've got to get yeah. up and go to work. And get on with soldier life. On. It's a bit of just soldier like an engine. Yeah. you can soldier. How about you, Fab? Um. What's mine? Um, shit, I'm reading a new book and I've forgotten the name. hate that. Um, mm. I am going to... When did to a TV show we like? The crime one. I'm Under the Banner one. of Heaven? Yeah. Ooh, yeah, I'll recommend one. Under the Banner of Heaven You'd on like Disney Plus. Mormon true crime story, but it's got um, my favourite, Sam, Sam Worthington, Worthington oh. from that Melbourne show, The Secret Life of Us. Sam Worthington. What? He's so he hot. Is he? No, he's got, what's his name? Andrew Wait, Garfield. Not, Andrew Garfield and Daisy Edgar Jones. Hang on, is Sam Worthington married to fucking, what's her name? Yeah, Lara. Oh, he's not cute. No, watch him in The my Secret Life of Us. My favourite's Adam Driver. He's heaven. Who's that? The guy from Girls. I need to watch oh, that. Oh, that's such right. a you guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, there we go. <laughs> there we're fucked up. Wrap it up, ladies. Right. Thanks, 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 Thanks,